Anyone have a fun bit to start with? Uh, Ooh, no. I don't know. That's okay. Uh, it's hard to make fun jokes about the thing. <laughs> it's very, very well done, very seriously tense movie. Yeah, no. There's, there's some jokes in there. There are some jokes. There's some ghosts. Uh, not one of my ghost. favorite suicide <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Wait, there was a whole ghost one? <laughs> so I was going with jokes and gags, and it came out ghosts. <laughs> jokes. So Gruel. If you really look at the subtext, there's a ghost plot in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ghost plot in there. Uh, okay, well, I think, uh, you know, I don't even have a game for today because I feel like there's a lot to, that I want to talk about yeah. with the yeah. movie, so let's not waste any time. As you guys know, I don't really really know how to start the podcast, so it'll either be just getting right into it or something along the lines of, welcome to Late to the Movies. My name is Ben Holden. This is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Every week, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. The movie this week, continuing Spook 'em Up Month, it is The Thing. Uh, and uh, my guest this week, left to right across your podcast dial, we got Sam. Spook. Foz. Spook. And Bree. Spook. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Those are the... Uh, the, the spooks. The spooks. The spooks. The spooks. The spooks. The spooks. Yeah, spooks. Wow. That's uh, the right, 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 Here we go. Spooks. Oh, here we go. We want in public. A classic spook squad mess around. Yep. Right? <laughs> um, it, the as we're recording, the first episode of Spook About Month hasn't come out yet. So, um, but I just figured the most basic name for the month. That's what we call these types of movies. You got your dramas, your comedies, your spook em ups. So this is Spook About Month. <laughs> Uh, all month long's focused on spook 'em ups. We did Poltergeist last week. We're doing The Thing today. Two movies that came out within like a month in the summer of 1982. The Thing, one of the the all time summer vibes movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are also doing. It's been settled now. Uh, it is not at all how I imagined it, but but uh, a couple that people really wanted to do, and you know, I'm all about that. So next week is. The, the 1977 Japanese experimental horror film House. Oh. I've heard of that. I've never seen it, but I've heard great things. <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really looking forward to talking about that <laughs> for an hour. Uh, tune in next week to see how that went. Uh, and then I really, really, really wanted to do a different movie not more than this <laughs> but uh for our fourth episode i mean um but i'll save that for a different time because i think there's going to whatever um you don't need to know all the behind the scenes stuff just know that due to popular demand the final episode coming out on halloween on the 31st which is a monday this year uh we're gonna do hocus pocus is one and two hell yeah nice. um because i had a bunch of friends who were like i haven't seen this before and I was like, well, yeah, I guess you should see Hocus Pocus. Oh, man. That's a fun <laughs> so, one. That'll be the... So, yeah, there you go. I, I'm not always great at saying, here's what's coming up. <laughs> I feel like I should be, so people, if they want to watch stuff, can do so in advance. Uh, there you go. That's what this month is on all of... Uh, it's a weird range. It's a 77 experimental Japanese horror film, two movies from 1982, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know... Hocus Pocus, I think we're the scariest kinda, of them all. The scariest <laughs> of them all. Um, that one will, yeah, I think we're going to talk about Hocus Pocus two in that one as well. So, a two week in advance spoiler alert <laughs> if you haven't seen that yet. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus by now. I think even as we're recording, it's already out. So, yep. Okay. So that being said, 
Have you guys seen anything good recently? Oh, Hocus we watched Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That now we cannot really talk about, but it is phenomenal. No, it's okay. What's uh, what's your non-spoiler? I haven't seen one frame of it. Why don't I just say redacted? Like, we'll get it clean, like redacted. And then every time we spoil it, you can just put that. <laughs> right. okay. That's a lot of editing. I'm, yeah, it's a lot of editing, and I'm sure it'll go great. Also, <laughs> I, I assume the spoiler is longer than you saying redacted. No, you're just gonna. So you're gonna have <laughs> to There's not a lot of big twists or anything. It was just a really nice, fun movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, especially for a sequel, it was a really well done sequel, in my opinion. Uh, there was a plot point that I would never dare spoil because it was very good. Where. Uh, Brie literally slapped me in the chest like oh. three times excitedly, like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's what happened. I do. It, I okay. just forget about that. Like, they, they it, it's. It's just a fun gag. For it's something not like that's a like a clear cash-in movie on, on a streaming service that they're trying to generate, you know, like they're trying to get eyes on. It was, it was very well written, in my opinion. Maybe not plot-wise, but dialogue-wise and structure-wise. For what it is, I feel like it was well written. Yeah, it was, like, it's not there to win, like, yeah, awards, it seemed like but the kind it's of very th- It seemed like the kind of thing that, like, Someone came along. I don't know who the writer was. I didn't actually look it up, but like someone came along that like knew how to write good movies. Uh, dollars to donuts. It was at least three writers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like it, it, they. I basically what I'm saying is that for something that I was probably hastily written to grab money, I was surprised at how enjoyable it was. Okay, that's good because I don't think the first one's very good. So, <laughs> um, well, first, I'm not, I'm not as crazy about it as other millennials are, uh, but I, I it's a fun uh, movie. It's it's good. Yeah, no, this is my I, favorite Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's not like my favorite. <laughs> no, that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Do you it know is who, mine though. Like, do you Fights. know the people that are in Hocus Pocus too? Because there's some good names in it. Batman. Even beside, well, yeah, yeah. I know Tony <laughs> Hale's, Hale's in it. Tony Hale's Tony in, Hale's in, in it. it. And I know if I, some of my friends that live in Providence were around where they were filming yeah. when they were filming in Providence. Um, Sam Richardson from Veep is also in it. Okay, yeah, he's he's a reliable. Just throw him in your comedy movie and yep. like, yes. let him cook. He was great in it as yep. well. Sam Richardson from I Think You Should Leave, I Think You Mean. Um, yeah, from Werewolves no, Within, I, mean, I Think You Mean. I mean Veep. From, uh, Veep. from Ted Lasso, I Think You Mean. Richard Splett might oh, be Oh, yeah, a, he, is, he is in yeah. Ted Lasso doing Richard's, an accent. Yeah, Richard Splett might be a top 10 character of all time on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. And that's, which is impressive because Jonah Ryan might be one. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh man, good Veep show. Is so good. Well, have you seen anything? Re- I know you watch at least a movie a day, but. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few movies in theaters recently too. I'll bring up The Women King, which was really good. I really want to see that. It was playing on the, there's actually one really nice screen at the Fall River Place. Um, and it was playing on that for a bit, but it's not now. And I keep just, other things keep percolating to the top of the, uh, hit list it came out when like it came out with like four other movies that i wanted that, to see that also was the problem and I, went, it, I went to the movies twice that weekend but it's, yeah it's it's it was a lot and i was i pushed that one off a bit than the other ones because it was like well this is the big movie that's coming out so i can wait a bit because it's gonna still be in theaters the other ones may not um but it was great uh i watched it in dorchester and um there uh, are some parts where uh, they kill a bunch of like white slavers and everyone's cheering in there <laughs> and the white slavers are Portuguese too and I'm Portuguese <laughs> so I felt a little awkward <laughs> but it's outside of that it was a great movie <laughs> uh, I do say you should watch it on a big screen because it really is great on the big screen yeah yeah um, I uh, went to see the Avatar re-release I talked about that on last week's episode not that you'd know uh, that was on a big screen. That was the. Was it the IMAX one? 
Yeah, and Providence, which is which is like a real IMAX that has the correct format and stuff. Because <laughs> um, there, there's some IMAXs that are just really big screens, but mm-hmm. that actually, the one in Providence actually has the correct ratio. Um, and yeah, that's the only movie that's ever made a case really for IMAX 3D. And it is quite astonishing to see <laughs> in IMAX 3D. Uh, they remastered it and updated all like H- HDR and shit to it for this oh. re-release. And it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> still haven't seen it. Me either. Oh, well, oh, well it's it, probably still there because I think it did I'm okay business. It. I'm saving it for a podcast my cousin does. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, did going... you already do Avatar? <laughs> no, we're oh, going to have... Uh, we're. Okay, I guess I can. You could do Avatar. I'm not. I'm sitting here. I'm telling you. I don't even need to see Last Airbender. Avatar. Okay. I don't need to see Avatar. That's part of the reason why I haven't seen it yet. But like, if if you were so inclined to do an episode about Avatar, I feel like you'd be hard pressed to find somebody else. I I would say if you ever want to watch it, go see it while it's in IMAX 3D. It loses a lot when it's just on your television. Yeah. What I have been doing, I mean, this is only the second time. I don't know why I keep caveating everything. This episode's going to take forever. <laughs> Just equivocating every sentence. You'll uh, add footnotes into the... Like, okay, the so the so you read the footnotes for my full feelings and uh, don't get mad. David Foster Walls, the podcast. Okay. <laughs> every episode this month for Spook My Month, I'll be talking about something I've watched on the streaming service, Shudder. Um, Shudder is a really good streaming service, like I mentioned on the episode last week. I gave the whole spiel then just so uh, the short version is just trust me. It's good. <laughs> um, last week I talked about Saloom. This week I'll talk about a movie I've mentioned before. So I'll add a kicker after that too. Watcher, which is uh, by Chloe Acuna and stars Micah Monroe. I don't have that in front of me, but she's the person who starred in It Follows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good. Tight, tidy little Movie about a a woman and her husband who they moved to Albania. It's been like a week since I saw it. I think it's Albania. And she thinks she sees someone looking into her window. And the whole movie is just about like paranoia and if that's happening and et cetera. Really good. (laughs) Had a good time. Just a, you know, tight thriller. I think the whole thing's like 90 minutes long. Hmm. So much like Saloon, which was like 83 minutes long that I recommended last week. Trying to keep it short for you. And then uh, another thing that's on there, because I've already mentioned Watcher, I didn't want to consider that just like uh, you know taking the cheap way out. They have an ongoing series called 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments of All Time. And if you like listicles like I do, uh, it's pretty good. I think they only cover like 13 an episode. So I think they're only into the 60s. It's ongoing. I think it comes out on Wednesdays. Hmm. Um I missed this week's episode, maybe in the 50s now, but it's been, I don't know, it's good. They have, uh, it's typical list show with like cutting to talking heads talking about it, but it's like Fetty Alvarez and Edgar Wright and people like that. So they are like counting down the scariest moments? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yep. One per one per movie, I feel like. In I general. haven't it's seen like a big list. of it yet. That's fair. I feel like a lot, the 50s. So. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those big, pick, like those like, big listicle things, like they try to limit like, mm-hmm. how many I think different so. movies are. I um, might have to catch that one. considering it's moments in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's People talk about that, you know, podcasting is just magazine writing. Um, <laughs> like, you know, and list making. There's yeah. You don't actually list them in the, your own personal preference order. Mm-hmm. You put something like surprising last. You put like a couple interesting things. You try and intersperse regularly things you know people have heard of so they stay interested. Mm -hmm. And so it is 
uh, like on a macro version of that exercise. Pretty interesting to look at. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It is funny when that glass breaks in a magazine. Like I remember reading like EGM way back in the day, like top hundred games people are looking forward to in the next five years. And like yeah. Mass Effect was like one or something like that. And it was like, yeah, that because it was like 2006 or something. It's yeah. like, yeah, that makes sense. Then they put like, um, uh, uh, what's that mall? shit dead oh, rising, uh, dead rising yep. they put like dead rising like 70 and i'm like all i've heard is people talking non-stop about that game how is that 70 it's like it's because that they want you yep. to read that page so yes <laughs> and then they want you to go online and be like oh, i can't believe yeah. and, and you, they want you to tag it yeah. and, and it's all about generating traffic right yep um all right let's all right, actually talk, talk about, about the thing, thing. thing. we've already done 25 minutes <laughs> cut it's always down to eight and a half <laughs> I'll have to. <laughs> All right. So, um, as always, we have to give our disclosure of our previous relationship with the film. Uh, we'll go clockwise. Sam, what's your thoughts on Thing? I watched The Thing, um, I don't know, somewhere within the last eight years for the first time and loved it. Uh, or session some spoilers on my. <laughs> That's but. fine. People people appreciate. We we actually have uh, an I, I I wish I had it in front of me. I could shout the name out, but there, there's an iTunes review that says that they like that we say up front. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> if, if we like, like the movie or not, and then I keep forgetting to make people do that. But. <laughs> um, yeah, but I loved it. I don't. I typically do not watch horror movies at all. There was a stage in my life, early like when my twenties, that I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to watch something like the classics. Uh, and the th I heard the thing was more thriller than it was uh, horror. And like, I think it's still more horror, but at least it doesn't rely on jump scares the way that a lot of horror movies do. They still have some, but not a ton. Uh, but yeah, and then I rewatched it again at some point, And I think this is probably my third, maybe fourth time watching it. At least probably second or third full like watch through. Um, but yeah, that's basically me. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm also I also love the movie. <laughs> I forgot the first time I watched it. I'm pretty sure I watched it with a bunch of friends. Um, and then I the second time I watched it was this year. Uh, I saw it in theaters. Uh, but it was a bad screening because it started an hour and a half late. Whoa! Oh, the the time, movie's like, an hour and forty minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time they actually got it going, I was already like half asleep. Yikes. So I just watched the movie like half asleep. Um. And then I watched it again today so I can actually, you know, be awake for it <laughs> <laughs> and for the podcast, obviously. Uh, and it's it's just so it's very it's just great. Yep. Great. <laughs> so this is my first time watching it this morning. Um, and I also so loved it. It's a good morning movie. Yeah. 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 We woke up early and we watched it at like eight in the morning or something, maybe even earlier than that. And then we like, we watched Hocus Pocus 2 after that. <laughs> but, um, great double feature. <laughs> oh, nice. But no, it was, it was great. I do love horror movies, uh, especially more classic ones. Um, yeah, it was definitely a little bit more of a thriller. Um, not really. I think it was one jump scare that got me, um, but like, it wasn't even that bad. It was just the loud screeching noise. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very glad I watched it. I've been meaning to watch it for a while, but um, glad I finally got to it. <laughs> yeah, this is quite possibly my favorite movie. I, I love it so much. I also saw it in theaters. There was like the kerfuffle where the first Fathom showing wasn't in the 4K and then they had the 4K. But all that to say, I own the 4K. So this time <laughs> that I watched it, I watched it with the commentary on Ooh. from uh, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. So I have some insight from that to uh pepper in i thought that would be 
a more interesting use of my time than just reading a Wikipedia page like usual. Um, so yeah, who wants to give a one minute plot summary of John Carpenter's The Thing? Oh, I can do it. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. All right. We start with space and there's a spaceship that crashes on Earth. And then there's a the title sequence, which is uh, really great. Uh, then we uh, cut to uh, Antarctica, mountains, and there's a helicopter chasing a dog and it's shooting the dog and the helicopter being piloted by non-speaking, uh, non-English speakers. Uh, and then they meet some English speakers and the English speakers kill them. Uh, the dog comes in and then he, uh, you know, he does some dog stuff for a bit. Uh, then he starts, <laughs> then he doesn't do some dog stuff for a bit. <laughs> like, like stuff, that, uh, like stuff that you think what a dog wouldn't do. He does that. <laughs> and then he infects everyone else. Cause he's a thing. He's the thing. The dog's a thing. And then everyone else becomes a thing. And then like they blow up the thing. But, uh, did they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nailed it. Who knows? Yeah, that, that's it. it. Actually, that's a really good story. I think you spent more time on <laughs> the, the, dog? the Norwegians than being like, <laughs> yeah. and Kurt Russell's the main character. <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. Keith, Keith David. David's here. Will my my favorite recurring thing about this is that everybody always spends the first 30 seconds of their summary just talking about the first five minutes yep. of the movie. Yeah, and then you gotta go, that's, you that's why it's good. <laughs> Before we instituted the one minute rule, these would go on for like five minutes. <laughs> I go back and add it and be like, ooh, people are going to hate this part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so structurally, this movie, I, I can't think of too many movies that operate on as many tracks as this one does because it's essentially like an Agatha Christie style thriller with a monster. The mm. monster happens to be the best practical creature effects ever captured on film. Yep. Man, yeah, I was going to talk about the practical like uh, effects of this movie because they're yeah. so, so well done. That's uh, Rob Bottin, who's yep. the uh, main guy who did the sculptural. Years yes. old. Yeah, it makes, you, mean, feel, <laughs> makes wow. you feel old. So, yep. um, at 23 years old, he, he sculpted, and uh, there's a lot of puppeteers working behind the scenes on puppets. The, the last puppet, there's 50 people operating it. Um so yeah, sculpture, puppet work, and just really cra on a craft level, no, no one puts the camera in the right place like John Carpenter. <laughs> um, what was everyone's favorite like monster or like? Yeah, I, I have puppet, some discussion puppet. questions, and this is one of them. What right. was your favorite? Well, I cut you to it. So, <laughs> well, I know, I know what your favorite was. The little spider guy, the spider head. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, that was. Awesome. You guys are constantly talking about spider head. I'm mad that you're you're trying to ruin spider thing for me by calling him spider head. That bothers me. I was gonna call him spider head. Oh. He's my favorite because, like, even when he's when he doesn't have the spider legs, his eyes are still working and such, and it's yeah. it's so good. Uh, if, and then he has like a nice little screech when he dies. Yep. <laughs> if he if 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 Spiderhead the movie was about that Spiderhead, I, it would have been a way better movie. <laughs> the, the ten uh, the fifteen to twenty seconds between. If they could have given him a whole yeah. old, like allegory. He could have done a little "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey." Halfway yeah, you can tell. So that's that's one. There's different parts. <laughs> the way he skitters away. We were like talking about it for like five minutes after. <laughs> yeah. Like he was just like, oh, I'm gonna make it. Oh, <laughs> I don't see and I love yeah. the, I love when like Palmer sees him and he's like, guys, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You gotta be <laughs> fucking <laughs> kidding. Yeah, the best line yep. in the movie. Yep. 
Because oh, man, very human. What else? You'd just be like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, we literally burn you alive. You're like cut in half and you sprout friggin' legs from the head. <laughs> it's, uh, so I'll, I'll try and mention a lot of the commentaries, them talking about like this part was in, this part was on the sets in Burbank at Universal. This part was filmed in British Columbia. This part was filmed in Alaska. Um, but some of it is uh, they're just like looking at the movie, and at this when the sprouts legs and starts skinning her away, John Carpenter just goes, "Never seen that in a movie before." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, nope, you haven't. You can tell even he's like, "Yeah, they did a great job. On that. <laughs> that looks crazy." <laughs> yeah, the practical effects in this movie are so good especially for 82 yeah yeah it's 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 insane it's like i think for the and i don't think this is an exaggeration i think for this movie like the practical effects of this movie compared to like is on comp for like the cgi in jurassic park where it's like you're looking back at it and you're like yes i can see how this isn't today's standard you know yes i can see how like there's a little bit of ageness like yes i can tell that's not real yes i can tell that's a puppet but like it's insane like if they someone put that in a movie right now i'd be like okay i can tell it's a puppet but that's pretty dope and it's like oh and that happened 40 years ago it's like right oh. yeah like the artistry ago. in it is just so impressive like yeah like, on a metal absolutely level, comparing it to like the computers that they're showing in like i know they're on a, a lat they're supposed to be in an antarctic base like they're not going to have top tier computers but like their computer technology is primitive for like a from like a yeah it takes forever for those cells to eat that yeah. <laughs> Oh, can talk about that scene. Yeah. I called that the exposition computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, only there to tell you exposition. The uh, one thing that's always tied up in the legacy of this movie, it comes out on the same day as Blade Runner, both flop hard. Um, this movie, when it's considered by critics to be just like a special effects schlock fest with no intelligence, which is... <laughs> Not true. I think I saw one review say it was like this was a critical failure at launch, which is insane to me. Yeah, it was. They the the critical consensus was that the it's like oh, it's just about these dumb special effects. Who cares? It's like who cares? Who cares? (laughs) It's it's like we like we've been watching you know a decade and a half of Marvel movies, and that's like the best of the CGI that's (laughs) happening in movies today, and. Seeing like an actual puppet that you know there's someone inside going like, hey. <laughs> like oh my god, that looks amazing. I just want that. Yeah. yeah so uh just insane that you can look at again, the best practical creature effects ever put on film and be like, oh, ho hum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also, not like, here for this. Three like was it three years after Alien, which is probably yeah, which is yeah. probably one of the other like large like like comp to this genre. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, for alien movies, unfortunately, this is, I think two and a half weeks after ET. Oh, so. fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, mo- I'm more just thinking like you're sitting there in a world where like alien people watched alien and people were like, aliens, fantastic. Like critical yeah. darling alien, like box office. I don't remember if it was a smash or not, but culturally relevant alien at that yeah. point. Yeah. And, the thing comes out and everyone's like, eh. like yep. it doesn't even make sense. It's so. This good. is uh, Carpenter shot at working in a big studio, and uh, it flops, and he like has to go to. I mean, his version of director jail, I guess. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me because, like, even with practical effects aside, I love the plot. Like, yeah. it's such yes, it's, it's such a good real. story. Yeah. Like, I love the ambiguity. Like, probably my favorite part of this movie is the ending. I love oh, when yeah. horror yeah. movies have ambiguous endings. It makes it even scarier. And it's great because it's ambiguous in the sense that you don't know who's the th- you know you know like you don't know if one of them's the thing, mm. if either. Um, you know, it's probably not both. 
Um, but it, but like in one side, it's like, oh, I wonder who it is. But on the other side, it's like, it doesn't matter, which is like what their dialogue is. So it's like, you have your solution. The solution is no matter what, they're all leading towards a flow chart where they're going to die. Like Mm -hmm. the the thing is going to be, I stay isolated. They're going to die. But if the thing might survive though, because if it oh, does yeah, end up getting frozen and saved, yeah. it's now yeah. gonna like infect the rest of the yeah. human race. But, but you don't a, know that. Yeah, it's yeah. just in an extremely remote location where right. to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could it could easily go somewhere. Yeah, because the rescue team still theoretically is going to show up in spring. So. Oh yeah. Yep. It's it's super smart. It's yeah. uh it's yeah, it's it's incredible. It was uh so based on a novella who goes there, uh there's a nineteen fifty one movie as well that is I think more faithful to the novella than this is. This kind of does its own thing in a lot of ways. And um, just because we're talking about how well-written it is, screenplay by Bill Lancaster. Bill, Good job, Bill. He's uh, um, pretty late in the credits when his name actually shows up, too. Yeah, well, you know. Because it goes <laughs> Kurt Russell, then the guy who did the score, and then I forget who everyone else. Oh, the score when, was really good. And when your stunt coordinator is named Dick Warlock, you need to, <laughs> yeah. you need to highlight He's got to be higher, What Bill. a king. Oh, man. Yeah, he's great. There's, there's a couple scenes where it's obviously not Kurt Russell. And you can tell both Kurt Russell and John Carpenter get a kick out of going, well, that's Dick Warlock. <laughs> um, but he's he's in a ton of Carpenter movies, and I think he's I think he's like Kurt Russell's guy throughout his career. Oh, okay. um, pretty sure. I do want to say one of the s- small stunts was near the end when the thing is going through the floorboards. That's Dick Warlock. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt, the, the little uh, uh, like roll. Yeah. Roll, yeah. Yeah. roll. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, that's a lot of fun. They, they both go. Oh, good job. <laughs> good job. Good job, Warlock. Yeah, we're, we're jumping around a little bit, but that's okay. So, uh, yes, structurally super smart. I, I love that it is, as the audience, you're on your toes because it's not like, it's not even that like, oh, there's red herrings and there's clues and you got to put them together and it's a whodunit. It's just some of them realize and then eventually they all realize. Mm-hmm. From the moment this started happening, we were fucked. The game yeah. was over. <laughs> All we can do is figure out a way for this to not get to the mainlands. Right. And we have to just keep destroying any form of transportation <laughs> it tries to make for itself. And uh the the great thing about it is it's not it's not evil. It's not like having a good time doing this. It's just it's trying just to it's survival, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's trying to survive. And what they say in the commentary, if we went to another planet and started eating plants. To those plants, we would be a horrible monster. Yeah. You know? It is a completely neutral being. Yeah, oh. it's just trying to survive. And that's, um, I guess a couple times throughout, I'll just be like, and the 2011 prequel does not do that. <laughs> and it's bad. So Ooh, I don't know. Yikes. Um, whatever. <laughs> well, less time spent on that's fine. Um, uh, also going back to like the novella thing, it is, or the Agatha Christie stuff, it is just essentially, and then there were none sto- kind of a storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Except I like there literally were none yeah. by the end. Uh, and it's also, I also like that Kurt Russell is in two of those. The hateful eight is essentially is just another, yep. uh, there will be none. <laughs> and, but this time, uh, he dies last or he di- maybe dies last. Uh, and in, uh, the hateful eight, he dies first. Yeah, well, there you go. Spoilers for the hateful eight. <laughs> if you wanted to see it, you've had you've you had, had plenty of time like, for both seven of these. years. And plus, with his sentence structure, you could have known to skip ahead fifteen yep, seconds. Yep. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, like for for me, I think one of the th- reasons why this probably got like clipped by uh, critics is mostly because they take like they they kind of the pacing in this movie. I still think is fine, but like from a story perspective. 
it's very very slow and then it like just it's like a like a go bomb time. goes here off. we go yeah yep. and then it's like yeah, they, put the, they put the dog in the kennel and you're yeah. like oh what's going oh these dogs seem concerned yeah. oh no no i'm concerned yeah it's a real roller coaster like it's it's literally like almost like superman in, in six flags where it's yep. like oh it's going up it's going up and then once it's down that's it yep. like you're you yeah. got like an hour of just absolutely top like there's like some you know obviously the blood test scenes a little yeah. more slow building well, action but i always forget they do um, McCready coming in through the window into the storeroom, yep. mm-hmm. illuminated yep. by the flare, right into um, the chest scene yep. and the spider head, right into the, the blood the, test right scene. The Those blood are, test. There's no connective tissue. Those no. scenes are one boom, boom, boom. And, and right. If you think about it from a practical plot standpoint, it makes sense that there's not because it's like, we need that's, to get rid yes, of this. Exactly, like, yeah. the we day, are dealing with the yeah. immediate thing. The day before, they're literally, like, I think one of the things that's interesting is the day before, the who's the guy with the glasses? Fuchs, I think. is is um, Oh, yeah, Fuchs. He's he, literally yeah. like coming up with a long-term plan yep. and he's like, we need to eat out of cans. Yep. Yes. He's like, you know, yeah, everyone needs to make their own food. Everyone's yeah. going to make their yeah. own food and all this. Then he's dead and then like twenty within 24 hours, everybody's dead. Like, it's yeah. not even like, you you don't really realize it, but it's basically it's two days, I think. Yeah, right? once it's once that's happening, the rest of the movie is just that same night. You right. Know? Yeah. Also, I don't know when Wilford Brindley becomes the thing, uh, and I, they don't really say when no, he does. It's uh, it's a fun thing to debate though. But the thing is really good at making spaceships. <laughs> like oh, yeah. he made like a good chunk of it with just like yeah, like he had to dig the hole. Yeah. And, he, and then he had to like put all the pieces down there and then put it together. It's it's that ship in the bottle thing though, because like how are you going to get it out of there? Yeah, yeah that's true. Come on, crash come on, the top, I guess. <laughs> he's it's step by step. Yeah, <laughs> he'll he'll probably dig his way out of he's it. He's down there, and then he's just going to chill down there for like another hundred thousand years until somebody <laughs> digs out his spaceship, and then he's going to go so long. <laughs> yeah. So so I really do want to talk about the end, but we'll get to that later. Um. But but yeah, the one guy. You can probably guess who, because of why I'm bringing it up after you saying that, um, that both Carpenter and Kurt Russell, anytime he's on screen, they're just going, oh, yeah, go for it, is oh, Wilford Wilf- Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Yeah. They How fucking much- love Wilford Brimley. <laughs> How much fun was the scene where he was just cracking all the radio stuff? Like I was telling, yes. I was saying yeah. to Brie while I was watching, <laughs> yep. I was like, this must have been the most just destroying fun. everything. Like, no notes, just go in there and just yeah. start screaming shit. Like, who cares? <laughs> that's, that's literally what they're saying. They're like, yeah, they're both like literally on the just cheer, like, yeah, go, Will. <laughs> Man, who's really going for it? <laughs> Um, just give him an axe and he'll, he'll, he knows what to do. And I know if this is, it's a very satisfying to me to hear like famous people refer to other famous people and be like, Oh, I didn't know that's what they like to be called. And they call him will <laughs> like, Oh, he only has one L in his name. Like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Can't be wolf. But they, they fucking love Wilford Brimley. Anytime he's on screen, they're talking about, man, he fucking nails this part. He's so funny. When the, the with the new scene, yep, yeah. that, that's the best feel, joke in the movie. I'm feeling much better, and I'd like to come back inside. <laughs> yeah, you just see the noose in the bag. Perfectly <laughs> shot, by the and way. Very well. The, oh, like yes. he's still talking as they're closing the door. Yeah. On him. yeah. Watch out for Clark. Yep. Yeah. Brimley's Brimley's great. Yeah. I said to Bree at the beginning of the movie, and it, it's a kind of a disservice to the rest of the people. So I don't want to like really. <laughs> lay into it. It's like, I feel like there's three really good performances in this movie. And it's funny to me that all three of those people are the people who are still famous today. <laughs> well, this is, um, is this the first Keith David? 
It's movie? at least it's like, one of the first. Oh, it's I. I looked at it IMDb today, but I only like looked at the first like his recent they stuff. Live and that, after this, yes. Um, that I know. Uh, no one had discovered his voice yet. Maybe. Yeah, it's insane to see. Like, <laughs> well, everyone in this movie is great. Yes. yes. Um, and they're going through. They're talking about yeah, this was this guy's first movie. This guy is just like we got him from here. We pulled him in, yeah. and everyone is less like. One thing that the 2011 movie doesn't do that I actually do want to get into, mm. um, none of the characters really have like a thing, and I don't mean like someone has like a toothpick thing, like, <laughs> you know. So, no, Jason there's no Lee one smoking weed, Dreamcatcher, but, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, no. But all of these characters, like, really quickly, really efficiently, especially early Carpenter, he, it is so efficient that he can establish this is this guy, this is his thing. This is his interpersonal relationships with everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not doing it like a checklist, but you get that about everyone within yeah, you, the first 25 minutes. Yeah. You immediately yeah. know that Nulls thinks he's way cooler than everybody else and doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, he's, he's so cool. And I he doesn't him. he doesn't turn the music down no, when the guy no, tells he him. Pretends, <laughs> he pretends to and he's like, see, <laughs> that's just for himself. And that's just him. There's no one else in there. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So yeah, the just the characterization is so good. Technically, he's uncredited in Disco Godfather, 1979, but The Thing <laughs> is his first credited listed His first major work. Yeah. And he does a great job. Like, yeah. He's, like, he's I, awesome. Yeah. It's it's great. His next thing isn't until 1986, is when he's in Platoon. Oh, oh I was thought it was going to be in The Thing, too. Yeah. The next thing. <laughs> yeah, the next thing he's in is The <laughs> Thing, too. Um, anyway... Uh, no, it is something about Mary. <laughs> well, that's a whole different movie now. It's a whole different movie, but that that's why her hair's doing that in that scene. That, that and the, uh, there's something about Mary universe. This is part of that. Thing the thing, thing actually gets out, and then everyone's a thing, and yeah. just yeah. continuing to Mike make Brett Favre is a thing. Yeah, yeah the something about Mary universe. Yeah. Oh just, no, another parallel universe <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. Oh no, oh, I can see the t-shirts no. already. God forbid, Octavius. Spencer does a movie with Fig in the tail. No. <laughs> no. There's too many layers already. We're all thinking about Fig movies right now. I, it's just, Something's got to give. It's just another remake of The Thing, but the poster's in the style of The Help. <laughs> that thing you do is just a try. That thing you it's do. like one of the horrible monsters. It's the same movie, but he's just Oh my god! <laughs> Too many layers. Whew, okay, uh, that was just for us. Yeah. <laughs> one for us. Okay, we got it all. Yeah, yep, we, got- we got all the things out of the way. Yikes. So, out of the forty-seven minutes we've recorded, what do we figure? Twenty will go in. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe twenty-five. <laughs> We were doing a good job too. So one yeah. thing. Yeah. So now that we, we kind of got over thing tangent. Um, before we get too far from it, did we did we all have the same answer? What our favorite the thing is? Is it Spiderhead? Is everyone Spiderhead? It's Spiderhead. It's gotta be the Spiderhead. It's, it's, spider it's so good and it's so well done. Um, yeah. And it's like it's birth. We see the birth. Of yes. It. My um, being born. and it and he appears right after what is my. All-time favorite jump scare in movies. The Palmer reveal? <laughs> no, uh, not the Palmer the, reveal. Oh, the Norris the reveal. The defibrillator. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that one. Yeah, the 
everything's caving in. Oh, really I good. was having such a hard time not looking at Brie before that scene. Like, like, you know, know. Like, I don't want to give it away, but like I need to see how this goes. That one's not the one that got me. Interesting. The, yeah, the, the one blood that got me good. was when he was blood sampling and the oh. one finally <laughs> popped. That yep. screech noise just got me. Uh, and it's uh, one of the things that, yeah, so I, I did the same thing. I went to see it in theaters with a couple of friends who hadn't seen it before, and I was just like looking just at them looking when they're doing the defibrillator. Yeah. It's like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's great. They use a guy who doesn't have hands Yeah, is the stand-in for that scene because huh. it's not CGI. Yep. You could look and it's a guy who legitimately doesn't have hands. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, such a, um, I mean... That's an awesome scene. <laughs> and that, that's one of those things that it's not like, it's not a jump scare and then you're done. It's a jump scare. And now we got another couple minutes of, yeah. of yeah. hell. And yeah. he keeps going. Also with the, the, the February thing, like someone had to think of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one yeah, of those moments of that. that like, oh, you know what would be great if his, like his chest opened up and he just ate him. Yeah. <laughs> like was... And he fakes a heart attack. Yeah. You know, like the thing knows yeah. to fake a heart attack. Yeah. Like, right. So, oh God. His so arms good. go in, goes up. The, the first version of the thing in this scene goes up to like hang on like the ceiling. And that one is pretty much immediately put out, but you don't forget it. It's on like a, some, a lot of like the slip covers has that one on it. Mm. Um, the one that's on the ceiling, but it's kind of, which guy is that? Norris? Norris. Yeah, it's kind of his head like off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> and then his other head. Um, <laughs> Start stretching, and if you don't know what's happening at that point, uh, <laughs> I, like what uh, every time I see that, I'm like, I know a lot of the tentacle stuff, I know a lot of the creature movement is reverse that they're like just pulling it in, yeah, and mm. then you play it backwards, and it looks like it's expanding out. Mm. I don't know how they did that. Mm. <laughs> hydraulics, <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how they did that part. The head Fishing tw- lines, maybe? When it when it like sends out its tongue tentacle and like oh, pulls yeah. itself across mm-hmm. the floor. Like, I don't know how you do that. They just got a bunch of those little sticky hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, a thing that I probably don't do enough in this show. So what did you think during that scene? Because that's probably the one that people think of a lot the whole defibrillator through the oh i i can't stop thinking about the fucking uh the practical effects of it (laughs) it's so impressive like even like it's very obviously fake like i'm not saying it looks super realistic it's just the craftsmanship of it like it's so well done yeah um it's impressive seeing it all come together like that um it's yeah it's not it's not scary but it's so fun to watch (laughs) It's so entertaining, it is, right? It's, yeah, it's in. Oh my god! I love learning about uh, practical effe- uh, practical effects, like the behind the scenes of it, like tricks to make it look like that. Because when you were talking about, um, like all the tricks to make um things seem like they're moving and stuff, it reminds me of I think it's Little Shop of Horrors with the plant. Mm-hmm. How they had to, I think it's they, um, they shot it like oh I forgot what it was, but they they like free they did it backwards and then. The actual movie has it has it like in double time or something like that. Um, oh sure, yeah. It's something. It's something like that. But I love I love horror tricks to make things scarier, like in the actual movie. Yeah. Let me see if I can find. I I think only one time there's like an animated thing when it comes out and grabs the detonator at the when he's in the basement. And it's just Kurt Russell left. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that one looks like claymation almost oh yes it's stop it's definitely stop motion yeah. yeah oh yeah 
that one I do remember thinking of that at the time. Yeah. Like how do they make it move? And it's like, oh they just did stop. Like like yep. like almost think like how are they gonna make it go over here? And it's like Yeah. But I think the rest of it is sculptures and puppets, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Stop motion still also isn't cheating their system really. It's just no, a different no. method. Definitely not. Definitely not. But yeah, just talking about like the it's using all these like old school tricks and stuff and yeah. uh Carpenter on the commentary loves calling out like, Oh yeah, that's an old haunted house trick, like when um, Rawls, Rawls comes back in and then they're talking about like, we can't let McCready in what's going on. And then you see like the doorknob turning behind yep. them. It's like, Oh, it's just like an old, you know, it's probably in like house on haunted Hill with Vincent Price. Yeah. Right. But um, I don't mean to direct everything at you. It's just, this yeah, is the way my, we're, we're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, this is the way the mic's facing. And so I can't turn my face. Ooh, I did find it. Um, so in order to get the movement of the plant smooth, the film was shot in slow motion, 12 frames per second, rather than the usual 24 frames per second and then sped up. Hmm. So that's how they got it to look like that. I like those little is, tricks. Yeah, exactly. Like I love learning practical effects of uh, of movies like that. Uh, someone who's well, he, it's not so much practical effects, or uh, it's a different kind of a thing. Uh, Edgar Wright does that a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've seen Last Night in Soho, uh, he not does uh, he does this thing called a Texas switch a lot, mm -hmm. uh, and he does it during a dance routine he that loves is like one a Texas shot. Switch. It's, the Texas switches are great, and he does a great <laughs> job with them, and that, it's that really seems good, really good. Yep, and a uh, yeah. not great movie, but that yep. scene, yeah, <laughs> very you good. Said you didn't really like that movie. That that whole sequence with um, Thomas McKenzie and Andy Taylor-Joy kind of mirroring each other, literally yep. through mirrors yes. as she's like walking mm. into the club. And then, yeah, that dance sequence where you can tell it's in, they're doing it in camera yes. in a good way. Like there's not... Yep. They, like they're not cutting. Or, it's yeah. not got, like going behind a guy's back or anything. Right, yeah. yeah. It's just that super seamless. Mm -hmm. but. Uh, but I do want to move on to... Okay. Uh, the next scene after the oh, spider head, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, where the, the blood test scene. Yeah, it, the blood test, test scene is it, very good. It's just so like it's it, like everyone's tied up. Mm. It's just a great like it's so scenario. Tense. Yes, Windows is there, yeah. being useless, I, but just trying. Because yes. I like they're like, well, Windows can't be the thing. Look at him. He's so small. And, and just to uh, just to frame it, this is on the commentary where Carpenter says, "This is the reason I wanted to make the movie. This is my." favorite scene in the movie so. it's a great scene yeah i didn't mean to cut you off no you're fine um the funny thing with windows is like they talk about like it's like oh it's windows he's whatever and then like he's gonna be the number two we're gonna test him and then they uh and then like when st shit starts popping off like kurt russell has a flamethrower and he's like oh windows can clearly <laughs> handle this situation <laughs> oh, immediately flame too. yeah i remember when he i was watching so it. hard yep <laughs> When I was watching it, there was like, I don't think Windows will ever be the thing, but I can definitely see him being in cahoots with it. <laughs> he just had that vibe. A subservient, the time to like, me. Yeah. like, uh, the like a familiar, a Doctor Breen esque. They they will spare me in the like after they take it over. Yeah, I'll, I'll do all the finance stuff for yeah. them in the New World Order. <laughs> Um, He's got the things trying to run an economy <laughs> with all its other things. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. Uh, oh, man, I hate that we have to keep windows around for yeah. the money stuff. But we do. We do. All of us agree because we're the same being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that scene is right. Yeah, I mean, it shows like the... Uh, Right, the individuality, right, of every, and that's when you really know you're fucked because it's like, okay, well, it's not just like an, an, a creature that you can kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every cell can do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, 
the blood is it from that, but it's also its own thing. And then they go into droplets, and the droplets are each their own. Yep. Thing. Which yeah. is another thing I was. I assume it's like they just probably put like iron in the blood in whatever they're using the blood, and they just them like a magnet. magnets to like get it to drag. But that's still a very cool effect. Lower, lower budget. Think uh, lower budget. Uh, uh, molasses. They just tilted it. They tilted, <laughs> tilted it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yep. They tilted it. <laughs> it's it's a close up shot. It looks like the floor, but it was a table, and they tilted oh, okay. it. Uh, yep. Nice. Makes sense. Just made of the same material that the floors made of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's 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 still a cool effect though. Yeah, yeah. it really does look like that blood's running away. Yep. And plus, they had to save money for when the thing is going on. The <laughs> club and like, yeah, they so oh man, that, that scene's so cool. And my favorite part of it is uh, that stuff starts happening, and it's this you know this thing that I think he said Rob Botin made this too. That it's the contraption where Windows is in the guy's head, and it looks like kind of fake but they're yeah. like we just loved this we shot it from yeah. every angle and you can see <laughs> it's, it's his really feet does. and it's back yeah. and his side yeah. and it's from yeah and um I remember, and then it goes on for a while too. Yeah. <laughs> I was, saying, I was, I was not having a good time no. i was thinking in that scene how crazy it was that um like Keith David just has to keep screaming like, "Get me out of here!" Get outside! Like, like ten times. Like, okay, they've shown this monster for like a straight minute. Like, get the and like and Kurt Russell just keeps. Oh, I can't get the thing to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And, Car- and Carpenter describes that part as just a vision of hell. Like, this yeah. is just. And him and Russell talking about like, yeah, if you were in the room and you saw this happening, what do you do? You're yeah. just like, you would scream and panic, and that's you, literally the message. Yeah, you, like, you just want to fucking die. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live in a world where this happens. Yeah, because like, if he's doing that to Windows, I'm tied up. Yeah, what, what is he gonna do to me? Yeah, that, that's it's such a good concept because it's the tension, it's the going through them one by yeah. one. Oh my god, that scene was so. And those other people haven't been saved yet, so you right. don't want to like. You don't no. want to un un no. like untie yeah, yeah. like one of them and then them just. And like, then he starts <laughs> going. He starts going off, and the face is just yeah. like. Mm. Yeah, and I, the one I liked about that is that the face is fucking up, but it's like the way that the guy, the actual actor that plays Palmer, was dealing with that looked like it was like the thing was like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do here yeah. Yeah. because <laughs> the thing really had. I mean, the thing was caught. I was you know yeah. like, you will, like it. it yeah. He got cornered, and it didn't really have a chance to really do anything else about it like it got tied up. it probably could have yeah. attacked while it was getting tied up well this but is, like he might have like you don't know the thing the thing might have been like oh, maybe this maybe i can survive this blood mm. thing like maybe that copper right, wire yeah. won't hurt that much and then it was like F- as mccready's coming out of the storeroom going into the room where norris turns into the spider head eventually yeah. he's he says like okay no one is out of my sight again. Yeah. yeah, everyone we're staying within each other's eyesight. So yeah, that's it is literally like yeah. that. Like if you've played Among Us, I know Among Us even has a mm. the thing like map now because yeah. it's like such an obvious comparison. But like it is like that same thing when you're playing a deception game or something, and they just got you pegged. Like we think it's you, or like we know it's one of you three. So like the three of you are just gonna go walk around while everyone else looks at you. And it's like yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'm going to kill somebody and just hope I can like fight my way out of this. Yeah, that's all I could do. It's yeah. either that it or I just up. get voted out and I don't care. <laughs> it flies up into the ceiling. doesn't yeah. really explain why, but it's still cool. Uh, it has been established that the thing just loves going to the ceiling because he does <laughs> it at the dog. Uh, it normally has to like monkey bars its way. Yeah, yeah. But this had a lot of adrenaline yeah. in that scene. Yeah, so. uh, he, he knew he was, he, he had to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, so I was going to say the thing I love. Oh, the thing I love. Uh, <laughs> The thing that's another comma, movie yeah. I love. Um, so the what I love most about this scene 
is that all that happens, then it's like, all right, who's next? <laughs> yep. like, yeah. We're not done yet. We still yeah. have, we have to finish the blood test. Scene like, really oh, yeah, me and Brie were like in tears over the fucking smash cuts. Of, yep. like, it's like, and they cut to Nalls. And then the next, like literally not oh. even a transition. The next cut is just Nalls now has a full yep. 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 And then the smash cuts are so good. Gary on the chair and <laughs> Gary on the chair. Gary. Uh, Gary. Yep. And everyone just has a flamethrower. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we're good. ready. Yeah, because they do it to Childs, Keith David, yep, and he's yep. going like, come on, get me good. He's, like, he's like looking at yep. Gary, and then yeah, Smash cuts to he has a flamethrower. <laughs> and, then, and then that really like drills in. It's like, oh, there's four of them left. Yeah. Blair's out in the Yeah, the it almost makes wood. you think like there's other people like, oh, Fuchs is not. No, Fuchs like died a, too. There's a yeah. 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 It's like, oh, but Clark's, Clark's dead. <laughs> like they're all dead. I think, I like, Clark think unfortunately mean... never got thinged. Yeah, like like the th- person that you thought would have gotten like had the most. That, that I thought yeah. that, I love mm-hmm. that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Clark yeah. never got so it. So many opportunities with the dogs. Yep. Yeah. Where he's by himself with the thing that, yep. that you knew was the thing. I know this is like a heavily debated thing, but when do we think Palmer actually got assimilated? So it has to be before them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would assume That's it was the... actually early. I would assume like it could have been very good at like Palmer. Um, There is a scene in the beginning where the dog goes into a room and we see someone's shadow. Do we ever know who that is? Was it Clark or was it someone else? I think it's Norris. Norris? It looks like kind of like Norris's head shape and hair. Oh, wait, wasn't wasn't it Clark? Because um, he was asked by... Uh, by Blair, like, how long were you in that room with the dog? Oh, yeah, with? he does say like an yeah. hour. Yeah, he was like an hour, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah. So I think that was Clark. Yeah, but he's always just hanging out with the dogs also. Yeah, exactly. Also, headcanon, my guess is that the thing didn't want to, like, thing him. Uh, because he was probably like, getting like belly rubs and such. Maybe, and he was like, yeah. You're such a good dog. Like, you know what? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I buy that. Yeah, and there's also no explanation for how the key got stolen off of uh, the yeah, main guy. Yeah, I don't think guy, they ever addressed uh, that. I think uh, his, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry's uh, explanation is probably the one that just happened was like, someone just, someone wiped, just it swiped it off of yep. him. And like, they were like, oh, yeah. you never let. It's like, yeah, yeah. I didn't, but somebody swiped it. Like, right. Yeah. That's the I thing did totally a little, did a pickpocket ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if 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 Palmer did get uh get it early, it could have just been the thing as Palmer uh yeah. destroying it. What what's great is that I feel like questions in those kinds of questions in this movie are like it, it adds to the experience. Yes, yes definitely. You don't get hung up on like, well, that's a plot hole because he wasn't alone from this time to the it doesn't the movie's so good and that stuff yeah. doesn't matter. That's why I love the ambiguity of this movie. Yeah. And I feel like that is those are the kind of questions that the 2011 one gets hung up on, yeah. which is just like, those things are not important to me. Yeah. Leave it alone. And it's interesting because like I can see a critic, especially in 82, being like, well, there's plot holes abundant. Like who They never oh, yeah. explained why this happened. They never said what happened to Nulls. Like You don't need to yeah. see what happened to Nulls. You know Nulls died. The only yeah, plot <laughs> hole I want to mention that is kind of like, uh, this is weird, is the fact that McCready never wanted people to split up and then asked to split up like four times after that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like so, people kept moving out. So, so like, <laughs> yeah, at the end when he was like, all right, we got to go do all these tasks underground. It didn't seem like time was oppressed issue like time like time is a pressing issue in the sense that like okay we don't want to get killed you yeah. know but like um also wait, what do you point, wait what do we why doing? does gary walk off by like they're like, like gary go find this thing and like Nalls is gonna walk in this other room I by well they're, they're spreading that, the dynamite around yeah i guess but you should go do that yeah together. the three of them yeah. move room to room i can <laughs> see that Good. but also um by that point i think like everyone was like we're all gonna die yeah, yeah they were down, yeah. They were down so, to three 
So, I mean, if we split up, like, oh, no, Gary's going to die. He was going to die yeah, anyway. They were still trying to, like, blow up the place. And yeah. they had a plan to do it. So if they all died also, because they split, also, like. Yeah, sorry. I cut you. <laughs> uh, you don't you also don't want one of them to get compromised and then come back. And you right. think, oh, we t- tested his blood. It's like, yeah, but then he go, walked off and got thinged off stage. And now he's back. Yeah. Also, um, I did like how Gary got thinged. With yeah. With yeah. his hand right on his mouth. Yep. yep. There's some. It's like that in like zombie, or like the two or like zombie movies, or like the things where it's like, I I just hate supernatural beings that can just very easily work their way through flesh. Like it's like it <laughs> makes it just seem so viscerally mm-hmm. easy to like peel flesh off of somebody. Like um, like Walking Dead does that a lot. It's like sure, well these yeah. like theoretically these zombies should not be more should not be stronger than humans, but like for some reason they are or some, you know, somehow they dig their way into yeah. flesh so easily. Like it is very offsetting when it's just like yeah. the mm-hmm. hand is just driving right into his face. But, uh, but yeah, you get the, that last bit. They, yep. they spread the dynamite and at least they complete that part before. Uh, one of the many, not many, one of the couple ma- major points that Carpenter and Russell talk about Man, we were just thinking forever. What should I be saying at this point? The main one being the ending, which yeah. Kurt Russell came up with. Yeah. Um, and then also the moment where he throws the stick of dynamite at the totem pole version <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of all the different like Blair and yeah. Norris yeah. and the dog version of the thing, where he just goes, "Well, fuck you too." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, fuck, the, the fuck you, dude. <laughs> like yeah. from MacGruber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, you get um, you know maybe one of the. Best endings in cinema history. Yep. Uh, uh, so what should we do? I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. We can we can burn each other, which yeah. is what the, the originally they were told. Like, yeah, this is what makes sense. They're gonna burn each other. And Carver's mm-hmm. like, I'm not ending my movie with you two guys burning each <laughs> like other. Like simultaneously yeah. shooting a flamethrower on like, three. Yeah, like that's and plus, you couldn't you, guarantee that if one of them was a thing, that the other one wouldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you just give them the thing a flamethrower, and the other one's yeah. going to survive. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that. Uh, that's what you know. Kurt Russell says, like, yeah, if we either of us have any surprises for the other one at this point, I think there's a lot we can do about it. Yeah, like, we're just this is what what's a, up. Uh, what a good ending. Just wait a while. Yeah, and it's similar to like the question posed to, like halfway through the movie, where Kurt Russell basically puts the chips on the table and he's like, "I know I'm not evil, or I'm not. I know I'm not the thing. I guess again, it's not necessarily an evil being. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm not the thing. I know I'm human. Yeah, I'm human, and I know that at least one of you is human because if you all weren't human, it'd just be a one v one fight right now, and like you'd have the advantage. So like, right? Yeah, at least yeah. one of you is still human. Yeah. yeah. So, um. It's yeah, it's it's a great concept. Like I I I sit here. The thing that baffles me the most is still how like critics can just watch this and be like, nah, not interesting. Right. Like it's it, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's not like an intellectual exercise. You just watch the movie. And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah that and you're movie's entertained. Awesome. Yeah. And even if you want to put like more thought into it, you could say that this is yeah. an allegory for the nuclear bomb or yeah. Yeah. for uh, the Cold War. Yeah, because right. it kind of is because it's like the Norwegians yeah. find like something that they don't know anything about and they're like, well, let's meddle with it. Mm-hmm. And then they get fucked immediately. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. then we find it and then we get like the only reason like yeah. the American while well, we want to keep this for the Nobel Prize potentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it just screws them over. I think like most movies like Poltergeist, for instance, you can say it's about Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these all movies like this by creatives who clearly hate Reagan get poorly reviewed because 
the movie reviewers at the time were like, what are you talking about? It's great. Everything's great. <laughs> Trickle down thing is doing great. <laughs> uh, no one trusts each other and we're all very tired. And it's like, this movie was made 40 years ago. Yeah. Mm. And like, here we are 40 years later and no one trusts each other there, and we're all very right. tired. <laughs> Um, and it also it also and people starts. People are like, I don't oh. feel like that. I'm great. <laughs> yes. Great economics. <laughs> and it and it starts with the the first the thing that it, the thing is first a dog, man's mm-hmm. best friend, and you can't even trust man's best friend. Right. Nope. Just going uh, around doing dog right. stuff. Yeah. He seems so happy at the beginning yeah. when he was oh. on. Um, he was so. I forgot cute. that guy's name. He's yeah. the first one to get thing. Well. Uh, well. That's well. That's when he's like jumping up and trying to lick him. Yeah. Is he like, mm-hmm. like is he hey, trying I'm to, yeah. home, or is he like trying to be like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It is great when he's just like looking out the window. Like I was just saying, to yeah. Brad, like this dog just this <laughs> dog's not even this might not have even been an actor dog. They might have just <laughs> had somebody walking around outside, so the dog would just look by the window. The dog doesn't really do anything it needs to do. Like some of the kennel dogs have to at least bark and like mm. chew wire and try. To I mean, they probably them. needed him to like run a certain way, yeah, like yeah, in the very beginning. But uh, I also do. Since we're talking about the beginning again, <laughs> I do. I know. So I know the <laughs> so, Norwegians. Since we're starting over. Yeah. <laughs> I know the Norwegians are just scientists, and so it's understandable that they just don't know how to use guns. <laughs> there's there's a, and they don't there's know how to throw a grenade. There. He stormtroopers that dog like <laughs> yeah. eighty times. As we would later learn, Joel Edge. Edgerton, doing an American accent, is not a scientist. Oh. Um, he's just a pilot. Oh, okay. Yeah, like McCready, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is the I mean, it's also, I would assume, not easy to shoot a very small target oh, I mean, while flying around. Them not shooting him, that's understandable. Them Come on, being Lars. So that guy's name grenades. is Lars, it turns out. <laughs> Lars? I've only just watched the movie yesterday, uh, so I know that that guy's name is Lars. Lars. <laughs> I mean, Lars does not speak English, but he does have a gun, so <laughs> it is a sticking point throughout the 2011 thing. <laughs> yeah. But like Lars in the uh, thing in 1982, he like he throws the first grenade it comp- like a mile off from the dog. Yeah, and then well, and then he's the second grenade. There are some like, limitations Whoops. to filming. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I yeah. am a head cannon. Uh, 1982 one. They are scientists and they barely know what they're doing. Yeah, with they're the guns terrible. And no, that's fair. Yep. That's that's pretty much it. So a couple of fun facts before we get into some more of my discussion questions. <laughs> uh, the second unit, and if you don't know that, that what that is, there's a there's another crew, another you know assistant director, or whatever stand-ins. They'll go and do a lot of location shoots or non-acting scenes. Like you don't see their faces or whatever. Mm. Um, the person who was doing McCready in the second unit was wearing the giant sombrero. <laughs> so it's, so Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Russell says in the commentary, when I got there, McCready has a giant sombrero was always, already established <laughs> and all those shots were already done. So I just had to go with it. <laughs> Carpenter's like, oh, so so you, did you like it? He went, well, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> so that's why he's wearing a weird snow sombrero. For the and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And you can see, I didn't even notice it probably the first time I watched it, but obviously when they go up to the Norwegian camp and then to the flying saucer, he has it on, but he always has it. Like it's on his back, like a backpack pretty much at all times. It's a massive hat. Um, They couldn't get beer to the location, which made them very sad where they were filming in British Columbia. The most of the like exterior mountains and stuff is Alaska. The exteriors that were the sets were British Columbia where they had to do some work too. And then anything inside is Burbank. Hmm. 
and the universal lot. Um, one of the taglines for this is man is the warmest place to hide, which I like, <laughs> which I didn't double check, but I remember from like a year ago that that might be it. And it's too good for me to double check. So don't check that. No, I like it. That's nope. the best one. Yep. Um, the poster for this movie has uh, little to nothing to do with the movie, mm. but is one of the best movie posters ever made. Yep. <laughs> And also works really well for the movie. I yes. feel like even though that's not a depicting an event yes. in the movie. I think it, it just looks great. It looks great. Uh, and also uh, a like triumph I, of design. I bring it up in the summary, but the t- opening title sequence for the thing is arguably one of the best. It's very yes, good. It yes. is. Uh, and it also like it's the same thing. Like the light comes through. Like it doesn't yep. have anything to do with uh, the thing. a recreation of the 50s opening, which oh, is okay. also. Yeah, uh, I think it's just like paper burning away into the shape of the letters. Yeah. I great said, t- great, great. With, like, with I, a backlight. I That's did pretty much it. I did say when I saw it, I, I think it's cool, but I was like, it's weird. Like, I don't know if this is just like, ooh, this is like, like, this is just, this movie's older than I think. So for uh, Carpenter and Kurt Russell, this is after Escape from New York, but before Big Trouble in Old China and Escape from L.A. Right? I was going to say, I was, this is before Escape from New York. And I think also after their TV movie, the the Elvis TV movie also. Maybe. I thought you were going to, I don't know why. I just thought you were going to be like, this is after Escape from New York, but before he escapes from L.A. <laughs> so he's not, he's like in Tulsa. No, that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> Snake at this point is making his way, <laughs> his way to, LA. to LA, yeah, <laughs> so that he can escape. Uh, yeah, one of one of the you know, one of the signature actor director pairings. Yeah. Um. So right at the beginning of the commentary, which I didn't even know before I was listening to it, Carpenter mentions his uh, Apocalypse trilogy, which I texted about to you before. Like, eh, if you have time, it doesn't have any reflection on this, but. His Apocalypse Trilogy, this being the first one, and then Prince of Darkness and In the Mouth of Madness is what Carpenter considers his Apocalypse Trilogy. So I wanted to ask Vaz, since you've watched like every movie, have you seen either of those? Uh, no, I, I there's a lot of Carpenter stuff I have not seen. Cool. Uh, um, I have a lot of big gaps in my film. Those right. movies both rip and uh, roar. I don't know what to add to that. They're uh, both amazing. Prince of Darkness is maybe... Like the, it, it's one of those things where you know any director with a huge budget can and like enough, however many hundred digital animators can make things that like look visually appealing or whatever. Um, but just after this movie flops, Carpenter has to go into di- like director jail. He makes a deal where he's making these movies for I think both of them are like under three million dollar budgets. Um, and he makes, and then this is where he makes Prince of Darkness which is all set in this like church slash community center in LA, which is just a real place. They just shoot it there. And it's um, about this uh, academic study, I guess that's like a professor and some students go to this church to study this something. And it turns out what they're studying is a large liquid tube in the basement of this church. That is Satan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, and they study it and it goes really badly for them. And it's just the whole movie takes place in this like community center. Uh, and then in the mouth of madness is a uh, bug nuts, fucking insane Sam Neill. I guess he check it's after Jurassic park oh. and Sam Neill's like, I'm going to do this. And it is insane. I'd say Carpenter is maybe my favorite director because the point I was trying to make before, if you give another director the prompt 
of make a really genuinely terrifying horror movie. You have this one basic community center slash church building and only $3 million, even though that was more back then, whatever. Um, No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be effective like that at all. It wouldn't have some of the craziest images in horror movies ever. So uh, just saying like Carpenter, what a, what a man. (laughs) Uh, What Carpenters have you seen? Um, Halloween. Yep. And I think that's it. I think it's just been the thing and how, oh wait, I saw, um, big trouble in little China. Cool. And I think that's it. I think it's those three. Yeah. Those are, I mean, if you're only seeing three uh, it's from New York, um, I was going to say, and then escape from New York is amazing. And so is they live, uh, the two I just mentioned, I, I probably actually like more than they live, but, um, they live also has a really fun ending and a lot of great Keith David, so, I also seen they live. I forget. There you go. So you've seen yeah. like seven. Yes, yeah, so I'm have. looking up the list to just to make sure for me. Uh, and there's also that great fight between Keith David and Roddy Roddy Piper. Yes, there is. <laughs> Goes on for like 15 minutes. The, the line I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum yep. is from They Live. Um, if I don't know if that's like the thing that's like, oh fuck me, let me throw that on Netflix right now or whatever it is. Probably not on Netflix. Um, but yeah, so uh, this is my favorite. Carpenter. We did Halloween on this. All, Halloween's up there too, but this Big Trouble in Little China, um, Halloween, Escape from New York, they live all really recommendable. For me, it's it's this number one, obviously. And then it's probably Halloween, and then uh, I don't know the rest. Well, I could probably figure it out <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. And some of those I do need a rewatch again because I haven't seen They Live in like, I don't know, 10 years. Uh, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China is is it occupies a kind of similar place in my mind as Scott Pilgrim, where like the first time I saw Scott Pilgrim, I didn't realize that Scott was an asshole because I was pretty much like Scott at yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. uh, and then like we were as, all the same age. Yeah, yeah. And then as I watch it again as I'm older, I was like, oh, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's, oh, he, that makes this movie a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Knives Cha was the hero. Of yeah, Scott yeah. Pilgrim. He's a jackass. And then same same thing with Big Trouble in Little China, where you're like, oh, the point is that Kurt Russell's character Jack Burton thinks that he is the hero of this movie, but he is a very minor character <laughs> in the heroic story that his friend is having. <laughs> and he keeps running into situations and being like, I got this, and then immediately fucking up and having to be saved. <laughs> and it's just such a fun subversion. Uh, and then this, uh, no one's really a hero, but, you know, it's uh, it, it's the thing. Thing? A monumental is, is movie the thing the hero of the thing. <laughs> Would you know if you're the thing? Apparently, that's something they never figured out. Oh, so like you might be acting as normal, and then the thing hits like an activation switch on you, and yeah, are, do you, are you still conscious? So do kind of like a Cylon. I don't think so. I think I once s- you're in, once you are the thing, you know you're the thing, and you're in survival mode, so you imitate. Unless you're unless you haven't finished imitating, because that was brought up with Benning Benning's. Or yeah, what? he's the one who was out in the yeah. out in the cold. Like he yeah. he didn't have the imitation like voice down. He still had the weird hands. Yeah, like he wasn't done imitating. Like, hey, Benny, what's up? Yeah, and just screams. So That's not Benny. Exactly. So if you are finished imitating, then I think you you know. You are no longer who you were. You are Does the Does a quick body and snatcher. In a deleted scene, they were like, quick, someone get Benny's fingerprints on file so we can p- compare it to Benny now. Yeah. Uh, how do, so how, how do you guys think the uh, assimilation works? I, I assume it's like a uh, sunken place equivalent yeah. of like uh, your... 
you're there, but you're not in control. Maybe like Animorphs, like yeah. your situation. <laughs> so, so, yeah, sometimes you see it like wrapping its thing around people's necks or like yeah, going through the their throat. faces, the yeah. throats. Yeah. Um, so is it like it goes like in you and then it can like pop out whatever it wants or are you gone and then it replicates your structure? I think it still keeps like memory and stuff. Yeah. That's the thing that throws me. Is it's yeah. like, like what happens to your body? Is it yeah. in your body now? Or I think it's in your, your body? body. It's your cells okay. that get taken over. Yeah. Well, because that's what the camera or the camera, the computer at the beginning, mm-hmm. like has the cell take over the other cell. Yeah. Like matter exists. Like, well, it's a supernatural thing. It's not like it's not matter. It's not cloning you. It's not cloning. And, right. like, killing you off yeah. screen. Yeah, because yeah, we saw the Windows transformation happening like um once it got like yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so back. sad. <laughs> <laughs> that one was yeah. That was, that was the one time I was like, oh poor thing. Yeah, yeah. poor well, thing. Yeah, poor thing. Mm. Poor thing. Yeah, Pro poor thing. thing. That, well, that, that's the best part of that scene to me <laughs> yeah. is because he goes outside and throws the dynamite at yeah. it, yeah. Uh, which Kurt Russell says he didn't know it was going to explode that good, and that's actually him like being really knocked back that you can <laughs> see in a wide shot. Uh, and then he has to go back in, and the guys they're still tied up. They're like, "Um, yeah, can you uh, kill the can other? You, uh, the come on, get windows, please." <laughs> uh, yeah, great. We don't have to keep. I mean, come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a this is a good movie, y'all. I do also like to think of the scenes where, like, oh, the thing took over, like uh, Palmer or the other guy, and like, ah, oh, Palmer's naked now. I gotta. Uh, that's the thing. I gotta go get clothes. Yep. <laughs> right. It's gotta be that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what gets me. Is it's like I don't think they could be dead unless it's just like the thing also has all the memories and stuff too. Yeah. Like if it's a perfect is, imitation, it has your memories. So if it has memories, I guess you could be dead. But it yeah. seems more yeah, like you're you not. Con- I don't think yeah. you're. Con- if even if you're technically still there, you're not conscious about you, it. You mentioned like it's, it's like um, a sunken place. Yeah. Sort of What's the call? <sighs> I always forget the name of the ship. Um, the ship that's like wake oh, all the pieces the until. Yeah, Theseus's yeah. ship. Oh. ship I think that's what it is. He just takes the cells until he is a perfect imitation. So he has all your memories. He has everything. Oh, okay. That's how I think of it. I like that. Um, I think we hit all my main discussion questions. <laughs> I'll just say. Yeah, the, I don't know. The 2011 one, I I really love this movie, and it's interesting to say, like, there's a prequel. So I, I don't know if we said this straight up. It's what happens at the Norwegian camp before McCready gets there oh. um, is what the prequel is. And there is a cool moment at the end where it does recreate, like, okay, everyone's dead, but, like, a couple guys... They jump into a helicopter. The dog takes off. You see the helicopter like get up and start following, and that that's happening like over the end credits. The helicopter mm-hmm. lifts off, and you see a few shots of them like trying to track the dog down. Right, right where this movie starts. I mm-hmm. forgot that the 2011 one wasn't a remake. It was just a prequel to it. Right. It is a prequel. Which it, I do it, like it that a, idea. It has a couple moments where they they do try and do their own version of the blood tests, but it's it's kind of weirdly like a smart analogy for the 2011 version because they try and do their own version of the blood test. And it is Mary Elizabeth Winstead sees if you have like metallic fillings mm. because mm. they determine that the thing can't replicate, um, inorganic material. So they see before a guy had like, like, uh, the metal pins in his arm cause he broke his arm and it basically like that guy got t- taken over and that got like spit out. Huh. Um, so they're checking like if you have fillings in your teeth, 
That's interesting, actually. But, but then it's like, okay, it's like an interesting take on that. But also in the movie, it doesn't work because some of them guys are like, I don't like I floss. I don't yeah. have fillings. Right. And then like a couple other guys teeth. are like, yeah, I have porcelain fillings. Like they're not <laughs> going to shine with your flashlight. Huh. Yeah. Um, and so it's like. Just poor execution for a well, good idea. Well, it didn't idea. really work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I right, right. Yeah. Like, why, that so why even really, have that scene? Yeah. I mean, that would like, have really cool No, no, idea. it's still, that becomes like, it's, it, it works in the movie because then it's like, okay, well, we know that these people are on the good team. And it basically comes down to like, there was eight people and four had fillings you could see and four didn't. Yeah. And so then it's like those two teams and it's it tries to get to a same fever pitch where then there's all this confusion and then some shit starts going down. And I do think in Norway that they do mandate everyone to get fillings. Yeah. That is as well. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like Norwegian they just lid. Draw holes into your yeah, teeth. yeah, they don't care how good yeah. your teeth are. Yeah. There are some like really good sculptures where they're doing like autopsy scenes mm-hmm. and it's like fucking gross and it looks like pretty good. But anytime the thing is like in motion, it's CGI. Yeah. And it has that really really shitty CGI effect that was very prevalent in 2011. Um, the the example that comes to mind is the first version of Justice League, oh, where wow. the cyborg CGI wasn't good, so it was his face was kind of floaty. Yeah. For, and you could, you could, it was something that you could just tell wasn't, wasn't, yeah. So it's that kind of thing where it's just a little floaty. Or is that the one where Henry Cavill had his mustache CGI'd off? Or is that the second yeah, one? Yes. Yeah. Horrible. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm to cut after. Uh, I mean, we're only at an hour and a half, even with all the stuff we're going to cut out. We've we've gotten a lot better at keeping yeah, it. Yeah, the last time we, we rallied. Um, we rallied. We boot and rallied. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just to speak of, like, I feel like. I am somebody who really, really likes whodunits. I mean, we're doing this in my apartment, and we're me and Bree's apartment. Yeah, and, and one of us sorry. is a thing. We just yeah, one of us is a thing. But it's like we got like like behind Bree's like just a bunch of like I got we got two box set of like mystery things. We got mystery things in here. Uh, I have a forensics book where there's like um, the nutshell studies where it's like a it's all like murder scenes you can look mm-hmm. at. It's like yeah, those things always captivate me and it's it's crazy that this movie doesn't really it, it, the focus is never on the whodunit it is partially a whodunit well you know who we are who is it i guess is yeah, yeah you know who did it you know who goes there it's a real who goes there who goes there <laughs> yeah. yeah true <laughs> um but it's it's interesting that at a lot of times during the movie they're like, well, it's not, you know, we're not, we're not telling you how it happened, which is an, was a key to a whodunit. It's like, it doesn't matter how it happened. It matters that this person is the thing. And it's also like, and at the end, it's like, it doesn't matter who's the thing at the end. It just matters that the situation's fucked. And yeah, it, like somebody with my brain that craves those answers, that needs those answers, I still leave satisfied. Like I still, mm, I yeah. have no problems with this movie in For regards sure. to that stuff. And it's it's just imp- it's it's a testament to the plot. It's a testament to the characters, like the director. It's ambiguous in the best way. Yeah. Yep. Um. So at the very, we already talked about the end, but do you have a strong feeling that either of them are or are not a thing? I don't think I, either of them are. Yeah. I don't think either of them are. They I, do try to. They do a lot of dialogue specifically to try to get yeah. you to think the Keith mm-hmm. David is. Uh, I people think because you can't see his breath that he's not a thing, or that. You never see Kurt Russell actually take a swig from the bottle, so he's handing him like oil and seeing if he reacts because the thing wouldn't know the difference or whatever. Um, 
but that's not actually supported in the text. And mm-hmm. the reason you don't see him breathe is because he's, his face is in shadow. Yeah. Because yeah. when the camera turns to, yeah, whatever. And it's also, <laughs> uh, I think the only light they have is just from the fire that At is that point, from the yeah. explosion. Oh, uh, we didn't even say Dean Cundy. What? The lighting in this movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Very, oh, my God. Uh, the lighting uh, yet, in this yet, movie. Yet is really another good. Dean Cundy. We did, did uh, <laughs> Halloween, Jurassic Park, and now this Dean Cundy. I didn't know he did Jurassic Park. Yes, what a, what a man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but just uh, just as we're talking about lighting. Uh, but I do think like the mo- I f- the most interesting ending is that they're both just human. Yeah. Uh, and that they both just can't trust each other because they're d- just at that point yeah. where it's just they can't. Yeah. But they'll be frozen to death in three hours. Yeah. Either tops. way. <laughs> and plus. Uh, OK, so um, let's get some ratings on this. Every Ooh. episode I'll put on letterbox.com our ratings that we give on this. Always on a scale of five, but not out of stars, even though Letterboxd forces me to do stars. Just know mm-hmm. in our heart of hearts that it is not that. On a scale of any of our choosings, you can, I think, do as low as half a star. I don't know if you can do zero. You might be able to, but it, it just doesn't look like you've given it a rating on Letterboxd. <laughs> Let's say the lowest is half a star. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Half a star to five in increments of halves, if you so choose. Uh, yeah, who's got a good scale and rating? Uh, like you got five spider heads out of yeah. five. Uh, that's what I was trying to well, think. Well, I was like, whoever goes first is taking spider heads. <laughs> yep. so. I have my own already. Oh, uh, I'm going, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> f- five cheating bitches out of five. <laughs> I've, I've got a good option that I don't, I don't think I is, I don't think I'm able to come up with anything else, but it has to go last. Also, uh, the chess game that uh, McCready or what's his, what's his name again? McCready. Yeah. McCready. The McCready's playing in the beginning that he destroys. I don't know if that's like a community one or if that's just his because it's up in his shack. It is. <laughs> but yeah. it's a huge dick move. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing they have besides pool or whatever. They have pool, poker, a ping ball, a pinball machine. Yeah. That's it. And McCready breaks one of their big toys. Yep. My rating is a five. You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Five. Joseph Kaczynski's spider head starring. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, who's, star- who's even in that movie? Miles Teller. Miles Te- starring Miles Teller. <laughs> Out of five. I did watch Whiplash, but I already missed uh, I missed the beginning of the show, so I can't, I can't talk about it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we are definitely dragging. Got him. It's a Whiplash reference. Whip. <laughs> All right, let's all sing the whiplash. No, um, so um, <laughs> we had such fun ending the Mean Girls episode that I never actually did like the "You can find us at Spiel." Um, and then I was thinking of editing it in, but I was like, mm, "It's too good, I can't." So if you're wondering why the Mean Girls episode ended just with us going "Mean Girls" and not being like, "Here's where you can find us" and plugging anything, uh, anyway, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Podbeans, other things too. The T Public store is just, you know, get to T Public and searches. There's a couple shirts in there. They're both great. You want them. Yeah, you want seven of them. <laughs> um, you can find our Instagram where we put up one fun poster in a week. I don't think I've described before. It's not just the movie poster. We, there's like some differences. We put like our own faces on it. <laughs> and they're and very I good. also don't think I've ever said this before. I don't think they're good. They're supposed <laughs> to be bad. That's why it's funny. 
I think people think that I think they're good, and I just want to say that I don't. I think they're funny, and they're like, like John Carpenter said of the scene where Windows get his heady, and I think they're like a vision of hell sometimes, and that's fun for me. I don't know. Go check it out on Instagram at late to the movies underscore podcast. That's the number two. Same with the Gmail late to the movies at gmail.com. In case you have any feedback. Uh, oh, am I forgetting anything? No. Right. We're done here. I think that's it. All right. Pod let's beans. just sit here for a while. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. We said pod beans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any good outro bits? The thing. <laughs> that thing you did. <laughs> That's why you were talking about the wonders. Yeah. Oh, you were being, yeah, you were trying to look at Octavia Spencer for so long. You missed that, that entire thing. You do, bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like Yeah, that was like that was like act three of that bit. <laughs> I get it.